We are eight days away from a top five matchup in Columbus. Notre Dame takes on Ohio State in the horseshoe at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on September 3rd. And I don't know how this is a top five matchup exactly, and that's not a slight to Ohio State. That's just me looking at the facts and evidence and not believing, frankly, that Notre Dame is a top 10 team. In fact, looking at my top 25, I have Notre Dame as a fringe, just barely a top 15 team, currently having them at number 13 in my rankings. And if I was to go in depth and adjust my whole top 25 because of Jarrett Patterson's injury, one of their key wide receivers is also down, and just their quarterback situation, they probably would be lower if I was to readjust my top 25 at this current moment. But Ohio State, Notre Dame, both have a whole lot to prove in this matchup. This is a critical matchup. I don't think it's true top five caliber, but it's going to be an interesting game for both teams. And I guess this is where we'll begin. Then we'll get into just questions about this matchup and more of my specific thoughts on this matchup. But both of these teams have a lot to prove in the sense that last year, the games that mattered the most to them, they did not win. And this game matters to both of these teams. Notre Dame last year, their two losses were to top 10 teams. Cincinnati at home, Oklahoma State bowl game, which if Marcus Freeman won that bowl game, that would be huge. It would have been Notre Dame's first New Year Six Bowl win since the 90s, and it would have been Notre Dame's first 12-win season since their their 2018 college football playoff appearance season, and go back even further, the year they went to the BCS national title game in 2012. So for Notre Dame, a win here would be huge. It would show that Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman are on the right track because they would have done something that Brian Kelly, quite frankly, couldn't do, which is beat a top two team on the road. And that's something a lot of coaches can't do. So if Notre Dame can do that, that'll be huge for recruiting, for momentum. That will just be, call it what it is, it'll be awesome. For Ohio State, on the other hand, remember last year for Ohio State, Remember Oregon, their toughest opponent at home in retrospect was Oregon, and they lost. Oregon being a physical team who's good in the trenches, who has talent on the offensive line and defensive line. Well, Notre Dame is talent on the offensive line, even with Jarrett Patterson's injury. And they have talent on the defensive line, too. So Ohio State, over the past year, and I would even say, frankly, to be honest with you, two years, this 2020 team and 2021 team had a lot of similarities. The difference was the Big Ten as a whole was much weaker in 2020, so none of them could expose Ohio State. But Ohio State over the past two years has struggled against teams who are physical and talented in the trenches. In fact, they haven't beaten a team who's great on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Losing to Oregon last year, losing to Michigan last year, losing to Alabama in 2020. Those three losses are teams that were just very good at trench play. They had great to elite trench play at best. Michigan's O-line winning the Joe Moore Award. Oregon under 
Mario Cristobal and O-line coach Alex Mirabal have always had great offensive lines, and Notre Dame just has a history, a history of being offensive line university in the NFL. So Ohio State, this is a game that you could say in the past two years under Ryan Day, they would typically lose or struggle to win in. And for Notre Dame, this is a game that outright they would typically lose, period, amen. They haven't won a game like this in probably well over a decade. So this game is huge for both programs. A loss here by either will honestly make whoever loses this game is going to be questioned by their fan base is going to be questioned by national media you name it if marcus freeman loses this game he falls to zero and two and yes it's year one but that means he'd be zero and two against top 10 opponents and there would definitely be questions surrounding him zero and two versus top 10 opponents especially if ohio state covers the massive 15 and a half point spread that's listed it would be one loss to a top 10 team where you blew it, and then another loss to a top 10 team where you get shellacked and humiliated on national TV. If Ohio State loses this game, Ryan Day is going to be viewed as someone who, quite frankly, inherited a great program and has almost taken it a step back. And I don't believe that's the case. Even And if he loses this game, that opinion of mine might change, if I'm being honest with you. Ryan Day has taken Urban Meyer's program, and talent-wise, schematic-wise, he's made it better. Here's the thing, though. The The mental toughness, especially on defense, the defensive toughness overall, has taken a noticeable, a noticeable step back. It's taken a noticeable step back. And if if Ryan Day and Ohio State lose this game, that trend is going to be further solidified because Notre Dame, unless I'm completely wrong on them and they are a top five team, and even more so than that, they're a top five team with the critical injuries they have, then what is then what's Ohio State? Ohio State shouldn't lose this game, and I guess that's my early prediction. I'm going to release a video in a few days that actually gives a breakdown with depth charts and things. These are just my early thoughts. Ohio State really should not lose this game. If they play Notre Dame close and win, even I will be skeptical of the Buckeyes, and that's partially because of how I view Notre Dame, but also because how good I think this Ohio State team is, how good they should be. They have a massive talent advantage over Notre Dame. They have a massive staff advantage over Notre Dame. See, just just look at the defensive coordinator. Jim Knowles for Ohio State, amazing defensive coordinator. You have Al Golden as the defensive coordinator for Notre Dame. You have Al Washington as Notre Dame's D-line coach, who was just fired and axed from Ohio State from producing one of the worst, probably one of the worst linebacker rooms and worst linebacker performances in the Buckeye program in recent memory. And now Jim Knowles coaches the linebackers too. You have Larry Johnson coaching Ohio State's D-line. Like the staffs and the talent are so much in favor of Ohio State, plus home field advantage, plus even coaching. The head coach, Ryan Day, much more of a veteran head coach than Marcus Freeman. Both were good coordinators. Ryan Day has proven himself as a head coach, at least being a great one. We'll see if he can reach that elite level. I think he can and will this year. 
Marcus Freeman, we don't know enough about him yet to make an accurate judgment. Yes, he looked clueless in in the bowl game last year, but that's one game. And I'll tell you one thing, I would be clueless too if my head coach, when we had the potential to reach the college football playoff, if my head coach and Brian Kelly just uprooted himself and went to LSU in a completely unexpected move, I would be unprepared. I would be mentally shaken to a certain degree. Who wouldn't be when your program attempts to uproot itself and move itself all the way down south? So this game is important. It's a very important game. And I think that there are plenty of early things to watch, some of which I've already discussed here, but I want to get more in more in detail. Some early things to watch are how does the Ohio State defense play under Knowles? How do they play? Notre Dame is going to be a team that wants to run the ball. They're also going to want to pass the ball. And no, their offense is not the most, not only the most advanced schematically or talent-wise, but when you have Tyler Buckner at QB, you have Lorenzo Styles, Jaden Thomas, Avery Davis. I think one of them I know for sure is injured. I'm reading this off of rlads.com, but they have one of their key wide receivers suffered an injury, along with Jarrett Patterson, which we'll get to in a few questions. But how does the Ohio State defense play? Because Oregon, and even Michigan, Michigan's offense was great last year, don't get me wrong, and Oregon's was good, but they were an elite, and yet they still found a way to rack up points and do what they wanted against Ohio State's defense. This game, I don't think, is really going to bring into question, can Ohio State have a top five or top ten defense? I don't think Notre Dame's offense is good enough to test that. But can they at least be better than the atrocity of the, the front seven that they had last year against teams that are physical in the trenches? Because Jim Knowles is a guy who I think it's going to take longer than a year to establish the entire defense. But knowing who he is as a coach and how good he is, I think that fundamentals, you're going to see an immediate improvement on fundamentals. And that is going to, that's going to raise the ceiling and the floor of this defense tremendously in year one, I think. Will it be an elite defense, a great defense? We'll have to see. I'm not certain, but I think it will be a good unit. And if it is a good unit, you are going to see, more likely than not, going to see an Ohio State victory especially given how elite the offense probably will be. Another thing is how will Ohio State attack Notre Dame's defense? Notre Dame's defense, for all of the almost the slight that I gave it with the coordinator hires they have, they still have Marcus Freeman as their head coach. Their defense is good, and it always is good. I look at Notre Dame and the two games they played against Michigan in 2018 and 2019, The programs are very similar. They always have good defenses. The offenses are typically the thing to watch, and half of that's because the offenses are more old-school, pound-the-ball, early two-thousands, early 2010s style of football with good trench play, good defense. You have guys like Isaiah Foskey, star defensive end pass rusher, Jacob Lacey, Jason Edemilola, at the defensive tackle positions, Riley Mills, you have Jack Kaiser, you have Brandon Joseph, who was at Northwestern and made some amazing plays against Ohio State in that 2000 Big Ten Championship, 2020, pardon me, Big Ten Championship game. That defense is going to be solid from Notre Dame. So the question is, how 
will Ohio State attack it? Are they going to try and pass the ball and air raid it out, which I think they can do and will do, especially against a Notre Dame secondary who, despite the addition of Brandon Joseph, is pretty thin? Or are they going to want to be more physical and run the football? They have Travion Henderson. Evan Pryor is injured. You also have Mayan Williams. You have the offensive line, too, with guys like Paris Johnson. So this Ohio State offense, I think, can attack Notre Dame in almost any way. The question is, how are they going to do it? And if Ohio State's defense, if their play is similar to last year in this opening game, which is possible, how the offense plays is then really going to matter because it's going to be a matter of almost winning in a shootout, honestly. Who wins the battle, the physical battle, in the trenches, I would say perhaps is the biggest Can Ohio State's D-line abuse Notre Dame's O-line? Can Ohio State's O-line just push around Notre Dame's D-line? Those are important questions here. Very important questions. If Notre Dame dominates in the trenches, then their style of football gives them the ability to actually win. If Ohio State and Notre Dame are equal in the trenches, or if Ohio State is favored and dominates in the trenches, then Ohio State is I would say definitely going to pull this one out. Notre Dame is a team that, of all the things they have, trench play is probably their strength. And that's the case because of their O-line with Joe Alt, Jarrett Patterson, who's injured and probably will be replaced by Andrew Kristofik or Rocco Spindler. You have Zeke Correll, Josh Lugg, Blake Fisher. Their offensive line is it's great. It might even be elite, and last year it was also great. And on their defensive line, you have Riley Mills, Jacob Lacey, Jason Adamilola, and Isaiah Foskey. So Notre Dame's trench play, they're solid there. Ohio State last year was not very solid. They were inconsistent. They looked good. They were a paper tiger against average to below average teams in the trenches. But when they face teams with good trench play, whether it was on the offensive line, defensive line, or both, you saw that they struggled. So this is going to be a very early test for playing the trenches and for how Ohio State's defense looks and how they perform against a team who I think is certainly a top 25 team and one of Ohio State's better opponents on their schedule. Does Jarrett Patterson's injury limit Notre Dame's O-line? That very heavily relates to the physical battle in the trenches. And for Ohio State, in a certain sense, that makes your job attacking Notre Dame's O-line that much easier because Jarrett Patterson was listed as an All-American, an All-American offensive lineman. And his injury, losing an All-American in play is huge. It stinks for Notre Dame. I hate to see good players out. I don't like seeing Jarrett Patterson being out along with the Notre Dame wide receiver, whose name escapes me, pardon me. So it'll be interesting to see if his injury does limit Notre Dame's offensive line. Notre Dame is already only given a 16.5% chance to beat Ohio State, according to ESPN's FPI. They haven't fact, I don't think they've factored in the injuries yet because I don't think Notre Dame's, I don't, the, the FPI doesn't, I don't think they factor in injuries a whole lot, which is one of their small errors. And if they do, they have to update their rankings and they haven't updated their rankings yet. And they're not going to until after the first game. So Notre Dame already a very heavy underdog in the fact that Ohio State is basically completely healthy at the positions that 
at their starting lineup and Notre Dame isn't is it's not good. Can Notre Dame's pass game expose Ohio State's secondary? This is something that I think the answer to is no. Doesn't help that you already have an injured wide receiver. Tyler Buckner and Drew Pine are not great enough QBs with the wide receivers that they're given to necessarily attack Ohio State's secondary. I think that there's a more likely chance that Tyler Buckner and Michael Meyer, who's one of the best tight ends in the nation, that they can team up and attack Ohio State's linebacker core. I think that that's a much more likely matchup that plays in the favor of Notre Dame there. Michael Mayer and Mitchell Evans and Notre Dame's tight end room definitely has an advantage over Ohio State's linebacker room. But attacking the secondary with Notre Dame's wide receivers, if Notre Dame can do that and they can also run the football, use their good offensive line like they like to with running backs Chris Tyree and Logan Diggs, that would that would just open up a whole different game, a whole different ballpark for Notre Dame to play in because not many people are expecting Notre Dame to come in here and I think pass or have a great offensive game against Ohio State. But we have to talk about it because there is a chance that given Ohio State's defense over the past two years and just given Notre Dame and the fact that they do have talent at some of these positions, I think it's a question that has to be asked. So now we'll end this video off with some of my thoughts. This is not a top five matchup. I think that Ohio State is the number one or number two team in the country. Maybe you could argue they're number three, but I think any lower than that is is pushing it. This isn't a top five matchup, though. I don't think Notre Dame is a top 10 team. And even if Jarrett Patterson was healthy, they're thin at secondary, they're thin at wide receiver, they're tight end, offensive line, that's good on offense. Their defensive line and linebacker core are they're good on defense, but their secondary and wide receiver rooms are pretty thin. Their special teams, I don't think their special teams are going to be good either. That's something that I forgot to mention. I think it's going to be average below average or one of the worst power five special teams units in the nation. And that's a wide range, but I don't think it's going to be anything above average this year, while Ohio State's going to have a really good special teams unit. Notre Dame is a team that I think at best has maybe fringe top 10 potential. Their wide receiver and secondary rooms are thin, and their running back and QB rooms are, they're not great. They're good at best. It's a great early test for both teams, though. If, if Notre Dame wins this game, either I'm greatly overestimating Ohio State. Actually, it's more like if Notre Dame wins this game, I greatly underestimated Notre Dame and I greatly overestimated Ohio State because I, I think this team, I think this game, while in a certain sense because of Notre Dame's recruitment and the fact that I view Notre Dame as a Michigan fan as a rival and I want the game to be an undefeated matchup between Michigan and Ohio State, I want Ohio State to quite frankly blow Notre Dame out of the park. There's a very good chance that that won't happen, given that it's the first game of the season. Ohio State, I think, is going to be a, a team who at the beginning of the year might look like a work-in-progress national champion, especially on defense. But I think that this game shouldn't be one that comes down to the fourth quarter. It's a great early test for both teams. Ohio State should pull away, and I think go. they should win by the amount of points that they're currently favored by, if not a little more. But it's a great early test nonetheless. 
It's the first game for both teams, so there's a lot of unknowns coming in here. This matchup is also huge, absolutely huge for recruiting. It's it's big. You have a lot of visitors coming for you have a lot of visitors coming to that game for Ohio State. A whole lot of them. For September 3rd, you have Damon Wilson, an edge, who's a five-star, and you have Cedric Hawkins, a safety, who is a four-star. I think also Bronny James, who's an Ohio State basketball prospect, is visiting that game as well. Notre Dame is a heavy underdog. We've already covered this. They're Ohio State's favored to win by 15 and a half points. And if Notre Dame wins, I think that this game is going to be close. I don't think Notre Dame's going to come in and dominate and blow out Ohio State, but they'll come in and win. They'll, they'll win a close game, a close physical, more so defensive game in the trenches. And that's all I have to say for this video. If you liked my early thoughts on the Ohio State-Notre Dame matchup, make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, click the notification bell, and comment your thoughts on this video and on this matchup down below. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the channel. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you guys around. Bye.